on today's Make the Deal, Amateur Mistakes When You're Raising Capital. As a buyer of real estate investments, you're in constant pursuit of the two things that are going to make you successful at it, the deals themselves and the capital you need to fund them. Deal sponsors are grinding it out, competing to secure worthwhile opportunities, only to blow it when it comes to the capital raising side of their business. Here are some amateur mistakes you want to avoid so you don't lose your hard-fought opportunities. Mistake number one, only raising capital when you need it for a deal. You have to be in constant pursuit of the deals that you want to get a hold of. It keeps you focused on the market because you're analyzing those opportunities and market movement it keeps you visible as a real estate investor with sellers, brokers, and other players, and it keeps you hungry and motivated. It's very gratifying to finally land a deal, but that's short-lived because then you shift into capital raising mode to fund that deal. You initially are going to start with your short list of investors and start to go wider to fill that capital gap. If you haven't done so, then you start to research other groups and ask people to make introductions for investors that could be interested who are now going to be assessing you as a deal sponsor as well as the deal and must do so all before the closing deadline. Meanwhile, on the deal side, the seller and broker are wondering why you're dragging your feet, getting through your due diligence and getting to the close. After building up your reputation as a buyer, that's now on the line along with the possibility of losing the deal. You'll also find yourself changing your pitch on the fly because you're learning new things about the deal. Now, certain information is going to come up, but this is more about whether you have the bandwidth to get a deep dive understanding of the deal that you're actually pitching to investors. You need to focus your time on building your investor base before you need that capital for a deal. Even if you have a stable of investors, you, you're not a one and done deal maker and you need to expand on that base because you can't assume that every investor is going to be there for every deal. Look at the large institutions, public companies, private equity funds, they have dedicated staff who are focused on developing both new and additional investors. You need to be your own investor relations team. Mistake number two, only romancing investors with the upside of the deal. So you've underwritten the deal and it pencils, you've made your offer and you've been able to land the deal on your terms. You're now out there pitching the deal to investors and you're just not getting the response that you expected. And it's because you're only romancing the upside of the deal. Investors are getting pitched all the time, especially if they're active investors. They play defense with their capital and they're screening for the risks in the deal. As a deal sponsor, you're asking them for their capital and that creates an inherent conflict. A successful deal sponsor is the champion and defender of investor dollars. They're out there addressing the risks. They're also demonstrating how they've considered the risk in their pricing of the deal. And then they lay out a plan that either prevents that risk from materializing or mitigating it. If you can appropriately demonstrate that you've addressed the downside, you'll have an investor that's very primed to listen to the upside of your deal. Mistake number three, using the same pitch for every investor. 
Certain information is going to consistently come up again and again, and it needs to. The business plan, the risks and rewards, the pertinent financials of the deal. And over time, you're going to have a very well-rehearsed pitch. But the mistake here is that you're talking at your audience and not to your audience. Investors can tell when you're talking at them and going through a rehearsed script or you're actively engaging them on an investment opportunity. Capital raising is not a play production. Worse, investors hate when their time is wasted and when they get presented with deals that are completely outside their investment target. You can be pretty much assured that if you're presenting an investor with that kind of an opportunity, you're not going to get the investment out of them and more so, you probably won't get an investment out of them for future deals. A successful deal sponsor is going to research their investor base and consider who the right fit is for every given opportunity. If the answer for you is, I don't know, then you always want to begin your pitch to the investor with, I have a deal that I want to present to you, but I want to have a better understanding of your investment parameters before I get through the deal points because I only want to share those deals that I think could be a fit. You're going to have a much more receptive investor for this and future deals and you're also going to be better equipped to highlight those things that are going to matter most to that investor. Behind every investor's consideration of a deal is the consideration of investing with the deal sponsor. And that's why it's much easier to initially raise capital from friends and family. Familiarity builds trust. If you spend your time expanding on your investor base, you're developing that familiarity and that's going to fast track their decision making process of whether they invest with you when you present them those opportunities. If you avoid these amateur mistakes that I presented here, you're going to increase the probability of getting to yes. Please subscribe to my YouTube and podcasts and if you have any questions on this or prior episodes, or if you'd like me to cover topics for future episodes, then hit me up on my socials. Otherwise, I'm David Blatt, and I'll see you on the next Make the Deal.